This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets. It's Monday. I'm joined today by... <laughs> I'm, I was wondering if we were just skipping over if this was an all-mag all no, the time. No, I'm giving you space because you like to... You like to jump in and do the intro. Um, so I was giving you space and you were just looking at me. <laughs> I'm lost. I don't know what to do. Your rhythms threw me off. Now I don't know who I am. I'm joined today, as I often am on Mondays, by my husband, Kyle. That's it? You're just going to stare at the, <laughs> the screen? I was trying to expert pianist, um, concert pianist. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. I can't play the piano. You haven't played piano since you were in elementary school? I never took lessons ever. Wait, you never took piano? Not once. But you know how to read music. No. What? I mean, I get the general premise that when one of the notes is higher than the other, <laughs> I know that my voice should be going up next, and I understand how many beats per note. Okay. But that's about it. This explains why you're actually really good, maybe the best in our family, at reading the score for Gregorian chant in our uh, liturgy aids for yeah. mass. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you don't really alter notes that much. Right. You just know the beats. Yeah, and if it goes up or down? That, and shortly after my stay with the kidnapping ninjas, I mm. did, making my way back home, stopped through a Gregorian monastery. Okay, yes. I taught them a thing or two about chanting. I'm sure you did. Well, it is Monday. It is August the 9th. 9th. Nine whole days into the grand month of August. It's my birthday month. Please don't feel pressured to spend more than $50 on your gift for me. Indeed. Also notable. I'll tell you what. I don't I don't want to make it awkward for anybody. Let's not exceed 5% of your annual income. Oh so if you'd like to Whoa. give more... Because you have more, mm -hmm. I don't want to shame you out of that. Okay, of course, of course. Also notable, our uh, children who are going to public school this year have gone back to public school for the school year. Well, yes-ish. Yeah. I mean, as people are hearing this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. On as this. we record it. No. We're in the final anticipatory moments we're in the final target orders right. of school supplies yeah. and clothes and all kinds of stuff. Yes. There may or may not be a parental drinking binge tomorrow morning right after oh, drop-off. heavens, feeling your Irish roots, aren't you? Oh, come on now. You're the one that I was talking about. <laughs> okay. Well, on Mondays, we like to start your week outright we want to give you the heads up on all that is good to watch and to read and to listen to and to add to your lifestyle. Watch. We've watched a couple of interesting, would you even say notable things recently? Yeah. So Netflix strongly suggested to us that we watch their UFO docu-series. Do you remember what it was called even? Um, no. The U UFO, the government's been lying to you. Yeah, you give probably, yeah. Give some filler. I'll do a quick uh, search on my device. Well, genuinely, Netflix was like, guys, 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 you like to talk about aliens. Remember that? And now we have a whole docuseries about UFOs and truly the history of UFO and UFO cover up in the Western world. 
What's it, it called? Is yes, it this is it. Top Secret UFO Projects Declassified. <laughs> That's it. Yep. It's a whole mouthful for basically the government's been lying to you about aliens. Yep. Let's talk about it. What did you what did you think of it? Okay. Granted, you watched more of it than I did because I did do what I love to do and <laughs> fell asleep through most of it. But the parts that I watched I have I have two prongs of response to it. The first prong is that it it actually did reveal and tell the stories of some things that I really genuinely didn't know about. I personally did not know the original the story of the original incident that happened in Roswell, New Mexico. I didn't know what year it was. I didn't know the details around it. I didn't know how Area 51 came to be. So even though I like to dabble in alien conspiracy theory, I was woefully uneducated, but I do feel like I have a better grasp on the actual history having watched this. Now, on the other hand, as a docu-series, this, the director of the series makes some visual choices that I'm not 100% in love with. It's sometimes distracting the footage that he incorporates. I don't know if that's just me. Yeah, they did They did some CGI stuff to yeah. try to yeah, 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 tell yeah. the story where evidence fails to exist. Right. And so that part of it I didn't love. But getting a chance to um, have a little bit more education on what some of these documents were that, that are being declassified, all of that. I did find it fascinating. I really did. I enjoyed it. I'm with you. The CGI stuff was a little much for me. Yeah. Um, to me, that's, I know what they're trying to do sure. with that to help you along, but it, it makes it feel fakey. It does. It really did add a fake. And we fakey, all know it's not fake. Well, I mean, now I'm like, well, this isn't even fake. Like, just just slow down on the visuals and just focus on this evidence that you're drawing into public attention and you don't need all the CGI stuff, right, I feel like. Right. Well, I mean, they could have made the whole, literally, they could have made the whole thing um, off of just the events in recent years. Yes. Like the, the Tic Tac and some of that stuff. Yeah. We started watching How to Sell Drugs Online, parentheses, Fast. Mm -hmm. Is that the whole name of it? Yes. Which is German at Netflix, dubbed in British Masterfully. English. You guys, I didn't even know it was dubbed for like a couple of episodes in. That's how yeah. well dubbed it is. They did a good job. They really did. It's a very fascinating story. Um, it's of, not a true story. No, 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 no. Sorry. The story of this show. Yes. Well told, well done, well acted, well written, all of the things. Um, we and, just started. We just made it through season one. We yes. were starting season two yes. um, last night and both of us were like, so sleepy. Yes. Now, you started something that Shell, Awesome Shell, recommended for you. Yes, Cocaine Cowboys. And what are your thoughts on it? Um, one, I would never be a cocaine cowboy in case any law enforcement's listening. <laughs> Two, I would never encourage or endorse any one of you to be one. Now, it's a, it's a look at what was going on in Florida in the 80s, mm -hmm. Miami especially, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the... Fascinating, really fascinating, and and some of the now seemingly very simplistic ways that these guys stayed um, not just a step ahead, but miles ahead of any law enforcement. Truly, it was just by fluke and accident that our bumbling law enforcement <laughs> stumbled across being able to, to get them. So good. So good. We also have been revisiting an early, early season of the animated um, series for adults called Archer. Mm. It is not children's programming, nope. uh, but it is very entertaining. We went back to season three, which in my mind is the best season it's of Archer. There is good season. Not it's for all kids. very inappropriate. It's highly inappropriate. Very hilarious. Yes. Um, okay. Well, I look to see what's coming out this week on our major streaming platforms that the awesomes might like to know about. So let's start with Netflix. On Wednesday of this week, they're dropping a couple of really interesting sounding things. We have Bake Squad, which is a culinary competition. It's hosted by celebrity chef Christina Tosi. That comes out, that starts on August 11th. Also on August 11th, Netflix is premiering The Kissing Booth 3. Mm. The Kissing Return Booth. Return of the COVID. <laughs> you can't do it anymore. There's no kissing. 
Yes, please be mindful of who you're kissing. Don't do kissing booths in the no. age of COVID. Um, so that's what makes this fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the, the original kissing booth on Netflix was one of uh, my co-host Rebecca's Awesomes of the Week uh, years ago now when it first came out. So Netflix has capitalized on its popularity. It's not so much popular with the critics. The audiences loved this to the point where now we have the Kissing Booth 3 coming out this week. It makes you wonder why we listen to the critics. Right. When you have something like this. They're a bunch of old sourpusses. They don't know what's good. I don't like critics in general. I find them far too critical. <laughs> good. Yes. This sounds interesting. Misha and the Wolves comes out this week on Netflix. It's a British documentary. Now, ostensibly, it tells the story of the life of Misha Dolfenseca, who was a Holocaust survivor, a Belgian Holocaust survivor, who over time, once she had escaped and lived her adult life, began to tell this story of her life that after the Holocaust, that she escaped and basically tried to make her way back to Belgium from Germany and ended up finding herself in the woods and being raised by wolves. And okay. that life story was turned into a memoir called Misha, a memoir of the Holocaust years that came out in 1997. Okay. So that, that was like the sort of core story. But then over time, it became clear that Misha's story was not all that she said it was. And so Misha and the Wolves pulls the lens back and is actually the story of that memoir of hers, kind of the truth being unraveled. Okay, I won't lie. That sounds boring to me. What? I blacked out for absolutely a fascinating. I went all the way back to the beginning of the show, and as I rehearsed it in my mind, I wished I'd said something about how maybe I was your part-time Instagram stalker or something <laughs> like that. So starting from the top of the show, here we go. <laughs> well, this sounds very fascinating to me. I find it really captivating when people... Um, have a story that's not true, but they they like hold on to it for years. And they, uh, I don't know. I'm going to watch this okay. by myself, apparently, apparently, but it sounds really good. Um, over on Amazon Prime, we have the release of season two of the series Modern Love. I watched Modern Love season one, I believe, during the um, pandemic last year. Okay. That's coming out. And then finally- On my birthday. Yeah, it is on your birthday, isn't it? It is. Friday the 13th. Dang right. It'll be a good one this year. That's right. Um, I wanted to give everybody the heads up that the very last season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine premieres this week. You can watch it on NBC or Hulu, season eight of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think there's going to be only 10 episodes for this final season. They're going to wrap it up. I didn't realize this, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine has come close to cancellation a couple of times, but the fans love it. What's it about? I'm, I'm clueless. This is the Andy Samberg. He's a, a cop in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's a comedy. Okay. You don't like Andy Samberg, yeah, so you've never watched it. It's about as funny as a venereal disease. Okay. So that no is offense if anybody likes Lots you. of the awesomes love uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. So just a heads up that that is coming to a close. You can watch the premiere this week of that final season. And then I wanted to mention, you know, we love to bring in the recommendations, the uh, awesome hive mind to tell you what you need to know about. Awesome Jenny said that she and her 14-year-old son have been having the best time binging the second season of Outer Banks. That's they just over. dropped three, didn't they? No, just the second season just came out on Are Netflix. Are you sure? I'm absolutely 100% positive, okay. yes. Just came out on Netflix this week. I mean, no shade thrown if you're binge watching something leading into a season. Ever. Sure, yeah. Though Meg assures me that's not the case not in this the case instance. Here. No. Um, I watched season one. Yeah. You liked it. I felt like a creepy high school <laughs> watcher guy. Well, it's a teen drama of yeah. sorts, right? I didn't yeah. watch it, but um, lots of people like it. It's like way high in the charts on what's hot on Netflix right now. Yes. So Jenny enjoyed watching it with her 14-year-old son, and she said it's been so nice to hang out with him and watch that show together. So, yeah. I think that wraps it up for watches this week. Read. I forgot to wear my watch today. You did, and you're still not wearing it. I know. Once I once I fail to put it on in the morning, it rarely happens during the day. You just berate yourself all day all for day. not wearing Look it. Look at my wrist, you idiots! <laughs> Stupid head. Okay, reading wise, 
I can't really talk about anything I've been reading recently because all of it has been in preparation for a couple of new episodes coming to sort of awesome. And? And? A cohort. Oh, yeah. Well, what? You can't. That was a big spoiler. (laughs) I'm doing the cohort, not Meg. (laughs) It's called Being a Jerk. (laughs) A spoiler jerk. It's my specialty. Awesome. It's great to like you didn't hear that part. Horses in college on this. It's basically a a minor. You have a minor in being a jerk. Yes. Okay. Um, Look, I'm just throwing you some advertising. I know. I know. Let the buzz be out there. Let the people wonder. After all, well, I'll bring this up later in the show. Okay. Trust me. Oh, I'm sure you will. Trust trust me. Anytime somebody says, trust me. Uh huh. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel like they're untrustworthy. Okay. Well, got a used car, I'll sell you. Um, we have a lot of great bookish content coming to Sorta Awesome. One of them is coming out this week on Wednesday. Again, don't want to give any spoilers, but you're going to want to tune in for that. And then... So the episode yeah, that's is what going I mean to talk say. about bookery. It's going to talk about some very bookish inspired things. Are you going to teach people... How to do books and run numbers and all the old mob scans. Like a a bookie? Yeah. Oh, man, I wish I knew how to do that. That's the next cohort. That's the next cohort. (laughs) We're actually inviting a guest in to teach us all. And then... His name is Willie Snakes. (laughs) That definitely sounds like a bookie's name. Um. And then later in August, Katie Proctor is coming back to Sorta Awesome. She's our books and reading regular. And we are doing a whole episode about all kinds of books that take place in school. Like school is the setting for the books. Okay. And so to get you back into the the groove. Oh, I almost put the chocolate war on that list. And then I didn't know if it was too controversial. Controversial. Yes. I can't believe you thought of that. That was one of the first books that came to mind for me, for sure. I think as a youth, that was the only book I wanted to read because there was real turmoil in our small town. Yeah. Um, when the parents found out what was in it, my own mother led the righteous Protestant charge against it. And yeah. I did read it on the sly. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, mom. Under your covers with a flashlight? At no, night? no. No, not that. Not that that's, clandestine. That's creepy. <laughs> okay. So there's a lot of good bookish stuff coming up on Sort of Awesome, but I did want to tell you that Awesome Dawn, who always has trustworthy recommendations, don't, nope, nope. So far, (laughs) uncaptured for mail theft, uncharged, unconvicted. Dawn, we love you so much. Thank you for putting up with our shenanigans. But Dawn did say that she has a nonfiction author recommendation for you, Awesomes. Does she read while she drives the mail truck? I think she listens to books while she drives her mail truck. Just asking. She's not just completely taking the lives of herself and others in hand. I got the one eye that can look a different direction (laughs) so I can watch the road and read. Okay. I'm not kidding. Well, all right. Well, that's true. You do have some special situations with your eyes. Uh, Don recommended that if you're into American women in politics, that an author named Susan Page writes in-depth biographies. She's read a couple of them. And then Don says that she loves that Susan Page writes about women from both sides of the aisle in a sphere about their strengths, weaknesses, and failures. So Susan Page is Don's nobody recommendation. Nobody does that for men in a really embarrassing book. <laughs> Listen-wise, we didn't have a lot to talk about. I have been listening to books. Again, I can't spoil any of them, but I will tell you, unusual for me, I have had a couple of nights in the past week that I've had a hard time going to sleep and staying asleep. Yes. Now, as you know, I'm usually like, once I'm out, that's it. Lights out. it, unless I jab you in the ribs because of the- Because of the snoring. The snores. Um, However, however, I have found a comfort on YouTube in a specific subgenre of the ASMR genre videos that are all sleep hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Did well, you know this was a thing? How good is it if you keep waking up? What happens is I do listen to it and it helps me go to sleep, but then when the video's over, I wake up. Or is it that somewhere deeply embedded in the subconscious part of the subconscious messaging, it's sub-subconscious, mm-hmm. that they sneak in like, you're a raging tiger, and then you wake up. <laughs> oh my God. 
gosh, that would explain some of the absolute sleep jerks that have jolted me to consciousness in the past few nights. Maybe they are doing that. I think it is. Well, I'm going to look into this. I will not probably, but I'm going to pretend like I am. It has been helpful to help me to go to sleep. Truly, I need to set my YouTube up on autoplay so it'll just keep rolling through those sleep hypnosis videos. Got to be careful doing that. What's going to happen? You may end up in your sleep watching a bunch of stuff that wrecks your whole feed after that. They're like, oh, that's true. You like women's feet, do you? (laughs) Speaking of untrustworthy, the YouTube algorithm, I don't trust it. No, no. Not as much as some other algorithms in my life. Okay, let's talk about lifestyle because I need to tell you guys straight off the top lifestyle win. Last week, you, Kyle, in a news piece. Yeah. Made the awesomes aware of this incredible midi style skirt from the Amazon polka dot pleats pockets trifecta of peace. All the things. Yes. What did I do immediately after we were done recording? Oh, you ordered it immediately. Immediately. I wouldn't be surprised. I haven't checked the Amazon cart. I wouldn't be surprised if there's two more in there so that you have like the full fall collection. I'm probably going to. What am I wearing at this moment? You're wearing it. And I won't lie. It's like the fifth day in a row and it's starting to smell a little bit. (laughs) You're rude. (laughs) And that's not true. Uh, I have washed it once at least, but I've worn it more than once in the past week. Let's be honest. Spraying perfume on something is not the same as washing it. (laughs) You're savage. (laughs) There's no need for the savagery. It's not true, but it could be. That's how much you like it. We knew that deny we, it. Uh, I do. Yes, we knew that we had a winner when, after that episode dropped, Shell popped into the Awesome Today group to say, "Oh, I've been thinking I'm going to get this skirt too." Yeah, and actually found not one but two of them in her cart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she went with mustard. I did the black and white. I'm going to go ahead and probably get the mustard one. I can't wear mustard yellow near my face because it. You look like Ronald McDonald. It's bad with my hair. Because of the red. Yes, because of the red. She don't look good. But I think I can pull it off in a... Did you say she or... I said she don't look good. Okay. It sounded like expletive. (laughs) Don't look good. She don't look good. I know you have potty mouth, but you normally try to hide it. So I I didn't know if I needed to make an editing note. (laughs) Okay. No. Um, This skirt... Oh, also, I wore this to, on on Wednesday, I had to go to a parent meeting at Nico's daycare school. We call it school. It's daycare. It's childcare. It's It's an early education center. Anyway, I had to- It's basically a a building full of his minions. They all worship him. It's a little embarrassing. Yes. I had to go to a, a big parent meeting for back to school and another parent- saw the skirt and was like, oh my gosh, I have that skirt. Don't you just love it? And I said, yes, I do. And the thing is, okay, yes, it has pockets. Yes, it's pleated. Yes, it's really cute with the polka dots. You guys, I cannot explain the two most mystifying factors of this skirt. Number one, it is so lightweight that honestly, I never say this about an article of clothing, but it feels like you're wearing nothing. It's so strangely lightweight. And also, you would not think this is true because of how lightweight it is. It's not lined, but you don't need a slip. It's not see-through. It's not sheer. You guys know I love a slip. I don't like to show off my my leg and butt cheek lines. Well, I learned a lot. You're the only one that doesn't (laughs) like you to do that. (laughs) My one of my college roommates, uh, Diana, Mm -hmm. her grandmother strongly admonished us that we must always wear a slip with our skirts and dresses because, quote, no one wants to see your butt crack. And so I took that advice to heart. I have been a devoted slip wearer ever since. But with this skirt, you don't even need a slip. It's so loose and forgiving and floaty. I'm like, you can hear it probably on mic how much I'm fluffing it about. It's aggressive. And let's just uh, put this out here as well. In 2021, post-COVID or tail end of COVID, whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. if you want to show your butt crack, feel no shame. Oh, okay. I can embrace that. Yeah. You go for it. That it's, was It's that, what I do. That brings you joy in 2021. Do it. It's brought me joy my whole life. <laughs> it was one of my high school notifying signature things about me. Yes. The visible butt crack. <laughs> I mean, it was the age and stage of Umbros, and I feel like Umbros were more yeah, than but, adequate at showing off some butt They were. Crack. Now, there's a pair of shorts you don't want to wear without under underwears. <laughs> That's what I'm saying to you. Not just because of that. The the hot and then the material would stick to you. I mean, 
I would guess anyway. How would I know? Um, no, I, yeah, I had a lot of umbros and I, I may or may not have tried those commando a time or two. Not a good thing. Oh, could have to pause and think on that. Yeah. Okay. Listen, Got you all bothered. Yeah. The awesomes came through with a lot of lifestyle recommendations this week. So I'm going to try to hit these like bullet point style. Okay. The first few I'm going to run through. One, go. The first few I'm going to run through. Now. Have to do with wardrobe. Say it. Okay. Awesome Chris. I'm going to jump around. Don't look at the notes. Oh my gosh. Awesome Chris said that she found some sleeveless V-neck tanks at Madewell. That's a store. Yes. You don't shop there. No, I'm aware of who Madewell is. <clears throat> okay. She bought several this summer. She said, each time I wear them, I thank myself. That's a good article of clothing when you're like so grateful to yourself when you're wearing it. Mm-hmm. So these are the Whisper Cotton V-neck tanks from Madewell. Of they the link in the show notes. whisper to you. So they do. be careful. Yes. Um, we have another one from Awesome Laura who said that she found a great dress at Kohl's. This is our second heads up on a great piece that people have found at Kohl's lately. Um, they're dresses. It's the William Sonoma Goods for Life High Neck midi dress. She said that she was in Florida a few weeks ago and she absolutely lived in these midi dresses the whole time they were there. So comfy, true to size. Laura says she's 5'9 and that they are still below her knees. She usually has trouble with dresses being too short because she's 5'9, but these were really a comfortable length for her. So I, again, I will link to those in the show notes. And then awesome Andrea gave us all the heads up on some darling Huggy style earrings from a company on Amazon called Pavoy. And these are really cute. I have these in the Amazon cart, probably going to get them. She said they are the perfect little neutral uh, to go with everything kind of earrings. I've gotten nothing for myself for a solid month. And you've just been living the high life over here. Living that Amazon high life. I feel a little bit cheated. Nobody's stopping you from getting anything. Um, I beg to differ. You're a, you have a very different attitude off mic. <laughs> okay. Hey, here's one that I included just for you. Awesome. Heather said, my 15 year old daughter has figured out how to make the perfect ice latte using what? An AeroPress. AeroPress. Everyone should own one. How long have we had our AeroPress? Try to go back in time and remember mm. this. Did we get that? Pre two thousand eight, yeah, it was Pre? in the it was in the San Marcos house. Okay, so that probably we got that two thousand six or seven. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yes, and we have carted that thing around with us. We use it once every five years. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there was a time where we used it religiously. <laughs> we did, we did. Um, because that was the only thing besides a, a garbage machine. Yeah, that that's we, true. That we owned. We had. So our two choices were the Cuisinart Grind and Brew, which Mm -hmm. was our daily coffee. But if we wanted to get fancy, we used the AeroPress. Yes, yes. Now we have a mocha pot that we use multiple times daily and have never looked back. But we do still have our AeroPress. We French pressed a lot in between. Yeah, I forgot about the French press era. And we even briefly took a foray into the world of Turkish coffee. We did that too. It's very dirty. It's very muddy coffee. You definitely want to dodge the last little bit of the cup. Oh, for sure. I feel like the only two coffee preps that we haven't used are pour over and Chemex. Is that the same thing? Do you do a pour over with a Chemex or are they totally different situations? I'm not familiar enough with Chemex. Um, okay. I've had both of those Yeah, and I cannot, and in fact will not, and refuse to say that either one of them even holds a candle to the mocha pot. Man, we just left that mocha pot. It's super clean. It's stout. It's good. Yeah. I love it. Well, Heather and her daughter have discovered the delight that is the AeroPress. She said that those ice lattes that her daughter has been making her are as good or better than her favorite coffee shops in town. As you know, as I know, coffee shop coffee, it's nice for the convenience, but wildly overpriced for what you're getting. Wildly overpriced and... There's no guarantee that the person working there knows what they're doing. I know. I, Clutch the pearls. I know. How dare you? How dare you? When I worked at Starbucks as a barista over 20 years ago, I had to go to, quote unquote, Starbucks yeah. University. And you still didn't know what good coffee was because it took us another five, six years to figure that out. How very dare you? Except that you know I'm right. Wrong. Wrong? That is that is patently false. I knew um, what good coffee was. No, we just didn't. didn't make it in our 
home. We didn't make it at that store either that was near our home where you worked. Just because Starbucks is the McDonald's of coffee. Listen here. I will drink that trash and not complain. But if I'm, I'm not so much of a coffee snob that I'm like, well, did you weigh the grounds and no, we don't do that. measure out the waters and the temperature? I'm not that. But I'm also not going to take credit away from what's good. And if you're going to elevate Starbucks to the level of what's good, then <laughs> you, you, sir, you, sir, sir, excuse me, sir, you have the problem. One <clears> thing <throat> that Starbucks did, Starbucks training did give me is it helped me to wean myself off of using flavored creamer and coffee Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. drinking well-roasted, well-brewed coffee. It's the same thing that good whiskey can do for you. Heck yes. Okay. One more thing I wanted to tell you about. Awesome. Allison said that her husband on a whim at Costco and listen, how many of us have also bought things on a whim at Costco? I I keep a stable of whims outside (laughs) of the Costco door. Okay, so on a whim, Allison's husband bought this at Costco. She thought, there's no way we'll even ever finish this. It's a giant tub of this stuff. Well, she said they've now gone through three of them. It is the La Terrafina Pineapple Habanero Dip and Spread. I bet that is good. She said the stuff is so good. It's good on sandwiches with ham and cheese. It's good on toast with an egg on top. It's good on crackers and chips. So that's good on like a... A frito. Like a frito chip? Yeah. I didn't know if you were trying to be fancy, but just a frito chip. Yeah, the big the scoops, the big ones. Oh yes. That would be very you tasty. Don't, the small ones, I mean they taste the same, but it's like tedious to oh, yeah. dip the small ones and then you're licking your fingers and it's yeah. That's unfortunate. I mean, that'll get you thrown out of most social clubs. Yeah, that's true. So get the scoops, get the Pineapple habanero from Costco. They don't have it at Sam's, y'all. I already looked. I have one. Okay. Watch, read, listen, lifestyle. Oh, it's let's all hear it. of the things. Okay. And you know what it is. Okay. It's what I've been immersed in now for what is it? Going on two weeks? Two weeks? Like two months. Easy. Easy. Okay. Such hate. It may benefit you if you're mm. if you play your cards right. Mm-hmm. That's a great phrase. It can mean so many things. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Now I've been doing some industry reading. I ended up uh, getting a big, it's arguably a collegiate minor. Yeah. The, the amount of coursework, all of the things in this. And I've, I've just been, I, I listen, I do all the things because it is all the things you yeah. watch, read, listen, and it is your lifestyle yes. and you're studying it. That's all you do. Um, and I've been doing that just to the point of being rum dumb every day. And then I slobber on myself and flop around on the floor for a half hour. Rum dumb. And then you come downstairs and pour yourself a rum. And yes. Anything. To, With a Topo Chico. Yeah. We need a smart name for rum and Topo Chico. We, ca- we do a little Jim Beam and Topo Chico. We call it the. The Topo Jimbo. The Topo Jimbo. Could, I'll have to think on that. Okay. I'll get, I'll get back. Or if there's suggestions, feel free to. Post them in any of the Facebook groups, though, of course, we all know the best ideas come from the Awesome Today group. Uh, Absolutely, yes. All right. News. News. We got some. You did some digging. You found some news for us. What'd you find? You like Elvis. I I do. I didn't like Elvis until I went to Graceland. Okay. That's fair. That That was my Elvis conversion, moment of conversion. I don't super love to just like sit around and listen to his music, but I respect who he was as a musician and entertainer of history maker. Right. All the things, all the things. Well, there is a new Elvis biography. Interesting. That's been released. Okay. It is titled Elvis destined to die young. Whoa. That's Feels a little dark. A bummer. <laughs> Author Sally. Is it, how would you, Hodel? Is that how you'd say I'd that? say Hodel. Yeah. Okay. Well, she suggests that Elvis's poor health, and ultimate death were not, in fact, a consequence of drug abuse and addiction. Okay. She points to something else, highlighting that Gladys, Elvis's mom, died at 46, as well as a few other family members dying young, um, that Elvis himself was plagued by countless, although that's an extravagant word because she actually does count them, uh, <laughs> congenital diseases. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yes. The, these health maladies, according to her, were due to the fact that Elvis's maternal grandparents, they were more than just lovers. 
No. They were first cousins. Dang it. Of course they were. It was the early 1900s yeah. Deep South. In fairness, no, no, don't just blame it on the Deep South. In fairness, in that era of time, and I did, I did check the receipts on this claim. In that era of time, it was not uncommon for cousins, first cousins to marry. It was a financial decision more often than not that then maybe later flourished into web-footed love children. I don't know all the details there, and I don't intend on doing it. I'm already married. Anyway. Um, that's good. That's the one. That's the deciding factor yes. why you're not going to marry if you're first cousins. Of course. Okay. All right. Here so, we are. So Sally, um, the, <clears throat> excuse me, the author, she insists that it is unfair. Unfair, I tell you to reduce the king to just a simple addict. Okay. That he suffered at least five different diseases from birth, uh, a genetic alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency, um, colon issues, an immune deficiency, lifelong insomnia, basically all the greatest hits. She goes on to claim that his diseases then caused problems near his death in nine of the 11 different bodily systems. Well, I mean, all of that is fine and good, and I'm sure it's an interesting read. It all does presuppose the fact that Elvis is actually dead. Well, my right, favorite right. conspiracy theory favorite is that Elvis is not dead. He's living his best life as an Elvis impersonator in Las Vegas. I feel like he's actually a casino owner and he loves to go down and audition the Elvis impersonators. Oh, I love that spin even yeah. more. Okay. Yeah. And he can still claim to be at least in his own heart, the truth and one and only king. The one and only king. Whew. Okay. That, um, you like Florida man. I enjoy the Florida man stories because you know what? I never know where they're going to go. You never know I'm where they're going to go. always surprised by a Florida man yeah. story. And you love Florida woman. Yeah, of course. Well, today, Today, and maybe for the only time ever, certainly for the first time, maybe the only time, it's all about Florida couple. Oh, this is a brand new feature for us, Florida couple. Yeah. Today's story comes from Clearwater, Florida, and I don't believe uh, it has anything to do with the Church of Scientology. I was just getting ready to ask. I would assume the Church of Scientology would prefer that this have nothing to do with them, <laughs> whether it does or doesn't. Let's hear it. Well, Stephanie Lanas and Adolfo Rivera. Okay who is her lover, 10 years her junior. You go, Stephanie. Do people say lover? Um, that's disgusting. I've said it twice now, I feel like. Yeah, you have, and I hate it. That's part of the reason I say it. I like to keep you agitated. It I'm, makes you a better lover. Oh, God. <laughs> Three. Nailed it. <laughs> I hate. I'm going to burn this recording. Your face when we're done. is burning red right now. I hate right it now. so much. It's awesome. I love it. Well, these uh, these two sweethearts, if you will, they had a bit of a public tiff, an argument, a lovers' quarrel, a lovers' quarrel, a quarrel of lovers. They were uh, dining out as couples do, and the disagreement escalated into the shoving of plates of spaghetti into one another's faces. <laughs> I love the complete lack of restraint. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a beautiful moment. How many times have you wanted to do that and just never been able to I, flex into it? I have literally never wanted to shove oh. a plate of spaghetti into anybody's face Maybe or onto anyone. Maybe just because you don't eat spaghetti in public. Ooh. I don't know. Um, claims are... That the confrontation was alcohol-infused. Oh, really? <laughs> Who knows? Yes. As things went, they were able to complete their public alter altercation and then return home. Police for were notified then around 1 a.m., so a little slow to the scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> proof also, by the way, 1 a.m., that nothing good happens after midnight. Thank you, Grandma. Yep. Um, these two apprehended then at 1 a.m. from their home still covered in spaghetti mm. arrested ultimately then on charges of domestic battery. Wait, 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 let me just do a rewind. Maybe yeah. I wasn't tracking. Were they at a restaurant when yeah. the spaghetti? And so they, yeah, yeah. Public. They yeah. fully went home. They first, they went fully sp 
spaghetti commando on each other. Okay, right. That yeah. happened. But then they, they left that restaurant? That's how I read this and understood it. They were like, okay, we're tired of spaghetti fighting. Let's go home. They did. Covered in spaghetti. Yeah. And then we're just like, hey, you know what? We're kind of dirty people anyway, and this is as clean as I've felt in a while. Let's just sit on the couch or covered, something. Covered in spaghetti. Covered in spaghetti. Cops get there. Still spaghetti everywhere. Just wanted to clarify. I mean, if you murdered somebody, wouldn't you wash the blood off? But as, from what I understand from my deep, deep foray into all things Murder true crime. And all of your plans to have me No. Maybe done away that's with. why I like the true crime so much. I'm like, I think so. what is the perfect murder? No. Uh, disposing of the evidence is usually like a number one top thing of, on the list to do. Mm-hmm. They did not do that. No. They were just like, we did it. We're spaghetti covered. Pretty much. Pretty much. I do hope they end up being called the Spaghetti Bandits or <laughs> something along those lines. Bless it. Okay. Um, so a long while back, before, in fact, this show became this show, your Monday show now. It used to be a different show. It went by the name of which we do not speak. In any event, <laughs> way back then, we discussed at the time the seeming lost art of free climbing the exterior of buildings. Oh, yeah. You recall this? I do, because we've talked about how I get the butt tingles whenever yeah. I think about this. Yeah, well, evidently, George King Thompson, George King hyphen Thompson, it doesn't make his butt tingle, or he does and he likes it. One of the two, age 21, by the way, of London, um, evidently he heard our old episode and inspired last week he scaled London's 36-story residential stratosphere building. Mm. Way to go, George King Thompson. In fairness, he'd scaled a few other buildings before our episode. We just missed out on who he was. So I don't know that we inspired him. I hope not because I never want to be held accountable in a court of law. Yes. But his claim is that he took this particular challenge to raise awareness of climate change. And this sounds a bit suspect to me. Um, nonetheless, though he admitted to almost slipping during the ascent, no. he insists that he was not a danger to the public, as if he had fallen, he would have only hit a roof. Okay. So we got that going for us. Now, if, you, if you'd like to follow Mr. King Thompson, his Instagram is at shard climber, not shard. <laughs> I was going to say, what now? That's more accurate. No, shard like a shard of glass. Okay. Mm -hmm. Shard climber. This uh, most recent climb took him a mere 30 minutes to complete. It is his 10th overall skyscraper climb and his second in the UK. Well done, you. I, I wonder if it's not shard climber. I wonder if it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to it's get hard. up here and climb these buildings. It's hard. It's hard and I sharded climber. in my pants because <laughs> I almost fell, even though it just would have hurt buildings. I don't know. It's possible. Any of those are possible. Okay. Do you enjoy a good rumor? How dare you? I would never. That's gossip. No, no, no. It's a rumor. Oh, then it's like a conspiracy theory? Then no, yes. no. It's just a rumor. <laughs> we all enjoy a good rumor. And the reason why, and you've already you've already pretty much stolen all my thunder, uh, a rumor is, after all, the innocent cousin of gossip, which we all secretly love, but we're ashamed to admit, thanks Protestant and well, Christian faiths. I was going to say, to all be kinds. fair, yeah. to be fair, you got to bring that stuff up in confession, too. Maybe. I don't so. know. Anyway, there are rumors out there right now, and this one is about the next iPhone. Mm. which is rumored to be a little thicker. And that isn't thick spelled with two Cs. Oh, man. They missed their whole marketing they opportunity. Did. They did. No, it, it may, it's, it's actually go supposedly going to be dimensionally thicker. And this to accommodate a bigger, more powerful battery. Oh, thank God. Right? I need right? better battery. Who doesn't like more battery power? I need it. I don't just like it. I don't just love it. I so do the twins, evidently. It. Yeah, they, the twins have constantly. Like, they bring the phone in, run to zero. It's broke. <laughs> what do they, they say? It's busted. It's busted, yeah. <laughs> um, now, previously, previously, prior rumors, talk had been that the phone might have reverse charging capabilities. But that's stupid. We discussed Why? that. At the yes. time, it's stupid. The number one complaint, if it makes you feel better for your own angst, the number one complaint amongst all iPhone users is battery life. Yes. So 
yeah, the reverse charging thing, that's like, oh, I signed up for a weight loss surgery where they're going to enlarge my stomach. It doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Um, we're, we're anticipating no reverse charging and a bigger battery and a thicker double C, thicker phone body. Yeah. I am all for it. I don't care. I genuinely don't care what size iPhone I have. I don't care if it's big or little. The two things I care about camera quality because it's basically my only working camera you want to know you gauge battery life on how many tiktoks you can watch before the phone goes dead it's not just tiktok i'm going to give you the top three okay it's TikTok. i almost said something you're going to have to edit okay Go ahead. thank you for self-editing <laughs> i had to bite my tongue number one it's tiktok Number two, it's Instagram stories. And I don't mean watching them. I mean, creating them, which I have to do as part of my job. And that oh, thing will drain to. the battery. Yes, I get to. It's you a joy to. to do it, but it drains the old you. battery. How dare you reflect on the awesome community like they are a burden to you? I would never. And that's why I said it's a privilege oh, and a joy. Only after I corrected you. Thank you. And three. I'm the best non-manager manager that you have. Three, it's Marco Polo. Feel Newly, free to ignore that I just said that. I am. Newly it's a powerfully true statement. Newly discovered Marco Polo app for me, oh. not the uh, not the masses. Everyone yeah. else has known about it, but it takes a lot of battery to watch and film those Marco Polo messages. You've been abusing that like a boomer on Facebook. Yeah, what? you just flinched like you're you going to punch my, me in the neck. You pinched my finger with your chair spinning. Um, I've been teetering my spinny chair back and forth. Why you poked your fingers down in the danger zone and chose to blame me? And zone. feel free to make a T-shirt, anyone out there, about that. <laughs> however, you choose to phrase it. Okay, all of that to say, when is the new iPhone coming out, and when do I get this thick battery life? <laughs> that rumor is not yet available. Okay. Asteroids. Yep. It's not just a delightful arcade game from the 80s. Uh -huh. the, that particular Asteroids was known for consuming the wealth of untold numbers one quarter at a time. And a lot of battery life. And a lot of battery life. Well, there's a new Asteroid on the scene. It goes by the name of Psyche. And this Asteroid is may... Is it Psyche or Psyche? Um, maybe it's Psyche. I don't know. Okay. Thanks for disrupting the story. Would you like it now? <laughs> Does it feel uncomfortable to be interrupted? <laughs> Not at all. Okay, keep going then, please. I appreciate the interruptions. I like engagement with you, even if it requires... Me interrupting you. Your interruptions, because <laughs> I interrupt you, because I love you, and okay. I just want your attention. I'm like a rotten little two-year-old named Nico. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, tell us more about Psyche. Okay. Asteroids. It's yes. not just a delightful <laughs> arcade game from the 80s. Yeah. Um, recall, before we took the sidestep, that that game was known for consuming the wealth of humanity mm -hmm. one quarter at a time. Well, there's a new asteroid that is on the scene. It goes by the name of Psyche, or Psyche, if you prefer the original telling of this story. <laughs> and this asteroid may, in fact, be a distant relative who feels guilty for the theft that their ancestor participated in, mm -hmm. as Psyche may, may, in fact, be returning wealth to the people. Okay. NASA is sending a mission, because that's what NASA does. They send missions. It's going to send a mission to study the asteroid. The space rock is estimated to be 124 miles wide and packed with precious metals, possibly worth more than 10,000 quadrillion dollars. I didn't even know that was a appropriate name for money, but evidently it is. That feels made up. That feels like make-believe. That feels like something a kindergartner would make up. Well, let's, I mean, just suppose it was a 124-mile-wide thing of gold. It has to be some made-up word of value, right? Or platinum or whatever. All right. This is enough money to make everyone on Earth a billionaire. Holy yeah. Jesus. Now, naysayers would insist that this is not a good thing because it was it would destabilize the economy, right? Whatever. Well, um, I mean, the, uh, economic theory would say that if everyone was a billionaire. Maybe. Maybe not. Here's what we do know. Okay. We have until 2026 to make our minds up. That's uh, when. That's only five years. That's when NASA expects to arrive to begin studying things. Now. Adjacent note, do you think it's a coincidence that this recent club of billionaires 
have become so fixated on space travel. And then all of a sudden, here's news of Psyche's grand wealth. Mm-hmm. I think they're feeling threatened. They wouldn't feel special if they were no longer yeah. special status billionaires. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Something's the, going on. The here. connection is strong. I don't know exactly how the crazy board of strings and and um, thumbtacks and all of the things that go on a crazy board. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've got three, one in my office, <laughs> in office. one in the bedroom, and one of our one in our lean-to garage. <clears throat> That's the good What's one. What's the one in the garage? <laughs> you can't know. That one's special. That, I can't even get in the garage, so no, that no. is where you definitely keep your top secrets. I keep an attack opossum in the garage. <laughs> we all know this. And if you know if. You know me. If there's one thing on this planet I'm afraid of, it's possums. Yes. So or, well o- done. Or opossums, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. The Olympics. Yep. Are they over now? Rounding them up. Maybe. Finish them and out. Maybe you've watched some. Out. I can't say it. Maybe you haven't. I told you I've been watching those TikToks. Um, oh, yeah, but true, true Olympic viewership. Yeah. Down 50% this year from the prior games. Probably because you can just go watch the TikToks. Um, actually, it's probably due to a whole lot of other stuff. But we're not going that direction because this show's awesome. Okay. And that stuff makes me want to choke people. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, some cool things have happened. Some very cool things have happened. Let's hear it. One of which has been the unseating of the previously most decorated track and field athlete in Olympic history, Carl freaking Lewis. Okay. Who I think the last time he was in an event, we may not even have been married yet. I can't remember. No, it was a long time ago. Is that true? I feel like it was in our like early married I don't days, know. I Maybe. Don't know. I know that he first reached uh, prominence on the international stage, I believe, while I was either junior high or early high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's held this yeah. Olympic record for for decades. For, we can forever. easily say that. Let's just say forever. Well, um, okay. it's fair. Ten medals. Yeah. Now, I think everyone knows that ten plus one is both eleven and greater than ten. Yeah. The new king of track and field is actually the new queen. Yes. Of track and field. That's right. Her name is Allison Felix. Yes. Allison. Is a 35-year-old mother of one. Yep. She celebrated her 11th medal in the 4x400 relay. I feel a special camaraderie and an investment in her spectacular and awesome success because she came back from, and she's talked about, I was doing a little side research because her name came up earlier in the week between in a discussion between the two of us, mm-hmm. um, I did a little side googing, and she's talked about the experience of having a traumatic birth and the recovery and what that meant to her career as a as an athlete. Mm-hmm. And she persevered and powered through it. And I just feel particularly proud of her. So very awesome. Yes. I was I liked that one a lot. I'm yes. glad you liked it. Um, for those of you out there in the math community. Perhaps some disciples of Pythagoras amongst you? In the math community, yes. I, I do, you, do you consider yourself a, a member of the math community? I'm loosely adjacent. I am You the, do math literally all day long. I'm, How are you not in the community? I am the cousin that everybody's like, oh, yep, we forgot that guy was related and part of this crew. Yeah. Nobody wants to claim me. Okay. So then in self-protection, I have to not claim that. You're like, oh, only math adjacent, yeah. even yeah. though that's your well, literal I, job. Kind of, kind <laughs> of. I do have some disturbing news. Oh, no. Oh, shoot. Okay. And maybe it's just a hoax. Please, dear Lord, just let it be a hoax. I don't know. Something has been found. It is known as SI-427. Uh-oh. It's a tablet. This, this sounds awful. I, I feel a sense of verbo- foreboding about yes, it. Yes, you almost said ver- I, I, verboding, <laughs> which is a verbodes a real estate agency that a dear friend of yours husband works at. So free plug to them. Um, <laughs> if you're going to be moving to the Oklahoma City area, you should check them out. No, but seriously, tell me if you're moving here, I'll give you a great realtor. Okay, yeah, keep yeah. going. So it, this thing, it's a tablet. And it is not like a tablet like the kids play on, like an old, think Ten Commandments tablet. <laughs> Okay. It's old. All it's right. about 3,700 years oh, old. Oh, shoot. You weren't kidding. Yeah. Okay. Now, inscribed upon it is what is currently recognized now as the oldest example of applied geometry. And the problem is it features maths 
that have been attributed to Pythagoras who did not exist until a thousand years later. Oh. Yeah. Well, what do we do with that? Well, that's that's the problem. <sighs> this tablet dates to the old Babylonian period, and that's capital O old. <laughs> not just like, hey, it's the old Babylonian period. It's is not it, like that. Is it O-L-D-E? No. Ye old Babylonian Ye oldie, <laughs> the old choppy, or however all that goes? No. No, I would punch it in the face for that because I hate extra E's for no reason. Well, then you must hate the English language. <laughs> uh, I do. And in fact, my own first name. Thank you. Let's move on. Um, yes. This, uh, this tablet dating to the, quote, old Babylonian, end quote, period, was apparently used by surveyors to define land boundaries. It makes use of a Pythagorean triple. And if you don't know what that is, this news plainly isn't for you. No, no. Okay. Bye. Okay, yeah. That's um, not me. This is derived from the old theorem that we all know and love. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, lest you just brush this aside, because maybe you don't like Pythagoras. You're just like, whatever about it. Well, he isn't the only giant that is potentially to be toppled here. Another artifact from the same period known as Plimpton 322. Yeah, I feel like you're just that's making right. it sounds I, like honestly, it, yeah. I feel like you're making stuff up because not, you know none of us are gonna go Google this I, and then we're not in the math field. I beg all of you, go prove me wrong on this. I am not even you couldn't make this up. Plimpton 322 is a unique kind of trigonometric table casting a long, dark shadow on yet more of our mathematical forefathers. It's concerning. It's disturbing. It's downright unsettling. And I do need a drink now after that. My whole world is crumbling. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. None of this means anything yeah, to me. <laughs> I know. You don't care. I don't either. Let's be honest. I do want another drink, though, and it felt like a good reason to have one. Um, now, you and I, we have uh, we often discuss NASA yeah. um, and Frequently, in, or no, not frequently, previously in this episode, we touched on NASA. Mm -hmm. But here we are again, back at it, NASA <laughs> with your white rockets. Um, <laughs> do you, Meg, do you have the right stuff? To go into space? I can tell you categorically, no, I do well, not. <laughs> NASA wants to know, and they want to know for sure. Wait, do you remember how I get butt tingles? If I just think about, think about being on a tall building? Yeah. I get the butt tingles. There's no way I can go into space. I don't know. I want to throw up just thinking about it. I don't it. know. I think I think you should do it. No, I don't have the Here. right stuff. But in case anybody else who's listening let does. Me, let me give you some opportunities. NASA, desperately seeking those who do have the right stuff. They want, quote, highly moded. Uh, moded? No. They don't want moded. <laughs> they don't want emoticons. What they really want is highly motivated individuals, end quote, to live in a 3D printed simulated Mars habitat. Nope. Several of them actually. Not going to do that. This as they prepare for sending humans to the red planet don't as like soon either. as 2037. It's unnatural. It's, it's not that God's far plan. away. <laughs> yeah. The good news is that you won't have to live in these habitats, these practice spaces, if you will, for the next 16 years. Rather, these tests are ranging from one-month intervals up to one-year intervals. Okay. So it's it's a more fair test. Now, if do, you're interested. I could do a month. If you're interested, and I might be. I mean, think about the break you'd have from the that's what I was just the thinking. garbage of life. I could I could take a little vacay for a month into yeah. a, a Mars fake terraforming situation. You have until September seventeenth to submit your application. Well, that's like over a month away, just a little over a month. Yeah, and and again, we have these both. We've got both. There's one month and there's one year endeavors. So if you feel like a month's not long enough, mm -hmm. there will be three one year programs that you can apply for. Okay, you'll be provided with living quarters. Workstations, medical, medical, medical faith, medical facilities. You're like so excited to do I'm, this. I'm all juiced talk. up between Pythagoras being toppled and now the chance to live in a Mars <laughs> fakey facility. Um, I'm, I'm antsy about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, there there'll even be places for you to grow food. It's all the things. Now, the first of the simulations will begin in 2022. Oh shoot, that's next it's, year. Yeah, it's not that far away. And I'll be I'll tell you right now, if they're gonna also 
provide alcohol, color me red and call me a Martian drunkard. <laughs> I'm on board. I'll do this. I hope you can handle life without me. You probably can. You'll probably do better. I'll come home and find you wealthy. <laughs> um, well, we've talked about this, this theoretical thing of like, could you live by yourself um, with no, no one else around mm -hmm. you for how long, if, especially if money was on the line, or could you live in, a, 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 an area, an environment with 10 other pleasant, but talkative people. I feel like your success in this Martian colonization project depends on whether you, do you get to live in solitude or is it with some other yokels who signed up for this experiment? Yeah, I would guess there's going to be some cooperative effort required. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. It's probably not the best. You're not going to do well in this, Kyle. Don't I better, do it. I better limit myself to the one month or send me instead. You think you can handle it? I think I can handle it. I don't know. I think they'd be kicking you out because you wouldn't stop talking. Okay. <laughs> You're using up all the oxygen. I wouldn't stop asking people questions. It's true. Do you think that gets annoying after a while? Um, who cares what I think? <laughs> COVID. Yeah. It has been and, well, is a pandemic. Yep. Right? We're doing it. Maybe – you have, or maybe you've at least wanted to do something to pay homage to some sufferer or group of sufferers. And if that's the case, you wouldn't be alone. Okay. The city of Venice, Italy, they have felt this way. And okay. so they have constructed a 40-foot boat in the shape of a giant violin because... Oh. COVID is known for its hatred of violins and the audible arts in general. I guess. This past Friday, it underwent a test voyage. It will officially launch in September and will sail around the city of Venice. And it does look just like a giant violin. <laughs> for the test voyage, a cellist played on deck, which is plainly a weird flex by the cello who just... Can't let the violin have a moment. Okay. Um, Listen, to be fair, the violin has every moment oh, in every how symphony. How dare you? Excuse me? How dare I don't, you? I'm not a violinist, nor am a cellist. I have no dog yeah, in this fight. You but don't. if you've ever I'm both, seen a symphony yes. perform, the violin is the lead no. of the strings I, no. section. No, I took our daughter, who's a bass player, bless her heart. Nobody gives a crap Nobody about the bass. Nobody cares about the bass until they're Probably not there. because they spell it like an idiot. Like well, a, you'd rather like them a have, fish. You, like a fish. That's how they spell it. You would rather them have an unnecessary E at the end. No, the E is necessary. We call them the silent B-A-S is boss. <laughs> no. Keep going. Okay. Well, you've completely unsettled this. I had a whole rant planned against the cello. Um, Why do you want to be against the cello? I thought you were for the cello. No, no. The cello's horning in on the violin's final. Yeah. Just getting some recognition. And it, I mean, the cello, you're, oh, you're so big. You're almost like a bass, but you're so versatile. You're more than a violin. It's gone through puberty, whatever. It, it, enough already. Not everything is about you, cello. Let the violin have a moment. They're just trying to honor those who've struggled during the pandemic. How dare you, Meg? And I say to I you. I will change your name to Meg Cello. <laughs> I say to you, truly, the violin has every moment. Don't worry about no. the violin. No. Oh, oh, you know what this is? It's the perfect opportunity to play the world's tiniest violin. <laughs> For you, maybe, to soothe your sick, tormented mind. Okay. Um, we had an awesome who goes by the name of Shell. We mention her often. She, she's uh, awesome. she pointed out this next piece of news. I had run across the original article and then she'd shared this. Um, and, and, you know, these are the type of things that come up in the awesome today, Facebook group. So that's a thing. Um, it's a, it's basically a non-judgmental safe place for speaking candidly about the stuff and things. Is that enough of a sales yeah. pitch? Um, spitch? <laughs> Listen here, spitch. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, so last week, last week there was an incident. God forbid, another incident. This one was on a flight. Um, some young fellow began acting a fool and he ended up, they duct taped him to bring him into submission. Um, 
So James Bates, a comedian, he has put together a video where he pretends that he was a part of the crew that duct taped oh, wait, this he guy. Wasn't actually no, no. He's a comedian. Oh, I thought he was a comedian who became a flight attendant and he was telling the story well, of what happened. You know what? Let's be honest. I didn't read all of it too closely and maybe that's right. But oh, the impression I that I got, okay. and please, everyone likes to correct me when I foul up. So take this as an opportunity okay. if I'm wrong. Um, I think though, no, he's just a comedian that pretended and then he put together this, this uh, video. Okay. And as all the kids say, it has gone viral. Mm -hmm. It's worth a watch. I'll say no more. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. I'm hopeful you can find a link and put that in the show. Oh, notes. you know I can. I okay. I'll use Shell's link. That's perfect. 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 All right. Hey, hey, happy birthday week. Thank you. I will be celebrating all week this week. And good. that's the only good news for me. I've rented a pods storage container to receive all the presents oh that I anticipate goodness. will be coming in. What should the people do in the meantime? Send me presents, but keep it, again, no greater than 5% of your annual income okay. as an expenditure. And have yourself an awesome week. Okay. Would you? Would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.